shake it up. <laughs> Nick didn't shake it all. I, I was I like this. Know, I was doing my head. I want to let you know, shake. folks, that before we started yeah. the show, we all shook it out to get ready. All right. Um, last week, we That's really got really inspired up about our Baby Jane episode. And if you haven't caught up, go listen and then come back so you understand the comments. Cool? All right. My favorite part of last week was actually when Adam realized that all these psycho movies we've been watching and feeding into your brain like something inappropriate or unwanted just kind of like seeped into his mind. And then he had the dream about cooking food for us where he's cooking us scrambled eggs. I forgot to bring up on the episode one element, though. I was trying to figure out if it was like we were auditioning to be a human centipede. And that's a metaphor for sex, obviously, because we're the centipede. We're all put together. So did you hook up with us before or after the scrambled eggs? Like, was it a reward for hooking up with us, right, in a little tryst? Or was it like you were hoping we would hook up with you so you made us scrambled eggs? I mean, that's the riveting question for the episode. And everybody think about that while I play our theme song. Uh, welcome to Podcast Me Deadly, a horror movie review of the classic horror film from 1972 or 73, depending on which version you saw. It's called Love Me Deadly. <laughs> Oops. Back it up. There we go. Uh, it's a little early for the nipple rubbing. I'm sorry, folks. I like it. I like there it. There he is. Uh, He's over there. I can't. Mark I know. I'm e. trying to I mean, Make sure you mark it with the big E for uh, what? What are they called? Explicit. Okay. Entertaining. Um, Entertaining. Entertaining. <laughs> so tonight we're brought to you, uh, of course, by some sponsors, as always, and some some affiliates. We got stars in the stereo app as well as the new sci-fi film Cosmic Sin, starring Ooh. Frank Grillo and Bruce Willis. Um, I need to mention something to you. The best stars deal is still available for our listeners. You can take advantage of it. It's their best offer because it's 44% off their annual streaming. It's only five bucks for six months. If you think about it, you get great shows and movies for only five bucks. What are new releases streaming for these days? Like a brand new movie is gonna be like 20 bucks a pop. Do the math. You're gonna be the winner in this situation. So if you're a real binge watcher out there, try Stars. They actually got this new murder mystery show called The Gloaming. And here's the synopsis of this one. Check this out, guys. When a woman is found brutally killed, the clues surrounding her death connect to murders both past and present. At the center of this web are two detectives who share a tragic past. Kind of sounds like Stars' version of maybe True Detective. Mm, Could be maybe. interesting. Maybe. I feel like it stars Han Solo and Chewbacca. Okay, to Adam, it sounds like Star Wars. Grab our link if you're interested in stars on our site, and you can take a look at that. Um, also, I want to tell you about this. Let me tell you about this new movie just out. New today on digital and on demand, Bruce Willis and Frank Grillo star in the action-packed intergalactic sci-fi thriller Cosmic Sin. Here's the setting. 400 years into the future, humans have started colonizing other planets, and then they got to get a retired military general called back into service after some soldiers on a remote planet are attacked by a hostile alien fleet. The threat against the human race escalates into imminent interstellar war, forcing a team of elite soldiers to try and stop the attack before it's too late. Own Cosmic Sin on digital and on demand. Rated R from Paramount Pictures, of course. And Stereo, we're going to get into Stereo a little bit later, but you should know that our show is supported by paid sponsorships and affiliate partnerships, so we keep bringing you this charming content every week. 
And of course, tonight's movie is Love Me Deadly. What is the movie about? Well, according to Google, it's not always my my impression. I got to break the fourth <laughs> wall here, folks. Sometimes I just steal the synopsis from Google. As a true movie fan, I want somebody to explain to me also. Okay, so devil worshiping necrophiliacs take over a funeral home and they attempt to add to their ranks an attractive and wealthy woman played by Mary Wilcox. I've never heard of her. Um, she wants to get her jollies off and she can only get her jollies <laughs> off with dead men. So this is like, kind of like, uh, my impression is like this. Um, she's like the female version of like a Norman Bates type, right? And so, mm-hmm. it's like reversed. It's yeah. like, so Norman Bates yeah. is obsessed with his mother. There's a sexual element to it. This chick is obsessed with her daddy, and there's a sexual element to that. And the flashbacks are fucking twisted. I'm maybe going to my favorite bits a little bit. The flashbacks are fucking twisted. Um, They're crazy. Dave, can you please help me calm down and contribute to the behind the scenes or movie <laughs> trivia that you found out on this one? Um, well, one of the these, uh, one of the interesting trivia bits is actually a bit of a spoiler. So, spoiler alert, folks. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa! But- time out. Time out. <laughs> You're stealing my gig, brother. In wrestling, if you try to steal somebody's somebody's gag, I mean that's like a match. You know, we'll have to have a shootout right there in the ring. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, which is a real fight. Did you guys know that they call it a shoot in pro wrestling if it's a real fight? Is it really? I didn't know that. Dave's trying, trying to steal my thunder with the spoiler alert. Go Sorry. ahead, Dave. I'll, I'll give it to you. <laughs> so uh, the whole thing with the. Um... The group at the uh, being a satanic cult was really something just to make it more of a horror movie and pad out some time. Uh, they originally supposed to be just rich people who like to basically screw dead people, uh, but they decided to make it a satanic cult. Um, they also, <laughs> uh, because of this, they added some death. You can't scenes. see this, but Nick is doing a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. I, this is great. <laughs> um, oh my gosh! And they also added two death like. Uh, kill scenes in this movie again to like pad out the time and make it uh, more of a horror movie. So uh, the only other interesting tidbit I found was like apparently on the commentary, uh, I, which I didn't hear, but the director said that they uh, thank God for like overdubbing because a lot of the dialogue was bad and they redid stuff in post, you know, overdubbed it. Whoa, changed they some the dialogue. ADR'd everybody? I didn't know that. Dang. It looked a little. That's what I hear. Suspicious. I I could see that. <laughs> well, I mean, it was a it was a low budget movie from the seventies, so yeah. that's not too surprising. I actually, I actually heard the budget can. was like forty two thousand dollars or something. It was like really low. Well, I mean, are you I, kidding? I, that's like that. insanely high. Because back I mean, then, I mean, look what look what would you get for fifty dollars <laughs> back then, or even twenty five. I guess so. so it would be like 150,000 now or the something. The deal for 25 in the yeah. show was like the you know the prostitute price or the gigolo price is the case may be. <laughs> but man, <laughs> sounds, yeah, like he was like how much? He said 50 bucks. He said get on in. Well, no, that was, was $50 to go home with them. It was 25 for the car and 50 to go home. Let's get it straight. Let's get it. Oh, Actually, is that what it is? Wasn't it only 25 like, to go home and it was less before? Yeah, I feel like it went down because they were gonna be. He was gonna be in this no, nice no, no, no. facility. The price went up. The price went up to go home with the guy. Oh, for another twenty five. Is that what they shook on? <laughs> yeah, I think it was something like it that. Seventy five. It took him a long time to count it out of his wallet. Like he didn't have exact change, and then there was mm. like confirmation that he counted out the exact change. <laughs> the, the male prostitute <laughs> was like, "I gotta make sure this dude's on the level. Let me." Uh, okay. 
It took a while. And then later on, he was like, oh, you weren't kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. All right. Don't ruin it. Because that's like, okay, you got to okay, get yeah. your favorite bits on the on yeah, the. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say, I think my on. favorite let's bit is on, hearing you guys talk about next, that. Uh, let's move on to our next thing. <laughs> let's move on. Okay. So we got, uh, we do this thing on binge watchers called home video headlines, where you talk about stuff's going on in the news. So you guys like. Uh, what kind of news, Adam? You... Home what video kind of news. news? The kind of news that you get. <laughs> Sounds like a magazine I got at work. Like Blockbuster Video News, or what do you mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, highly. any kind of news that's going on right now that you want to share. Oh, my uh, God. No, see, that sounds boring. It's only specific to entertainment news. I wouldn't want to. Yeah, watch, yeah, obviously. Not like news. world news. Yeah. No, like yeah. entertainment yeah. news. What'd you guys yeah. hear? Go. John, did you hear oh, something? You're reversing. You're going to reverse the whole deal? No, actually, what we're doing tonight is we're doing mini reviews of two films. Uh, Coming to America just came out on Amazon Prime, which is a sequel to Coming to America. And also, uh, Boss Level just dropped on Hulu. So we're going to talk about these two movies as our headlines. So if you watched it, please tell me what you think. And the audience wants to know as well. Uh, Nikki Lates, did you watch Coming to America? No, I decided to go with... Uh, All right, that's it. We'll get back to you on Boss Level. Uh, hey, <laughs> I'll be back. I'll be back. Coming to America? I did, and the cleverest thing about the movie was putting a two number two in the title. That's it. it this movie was awful. Was I'm bad? sorry to say. I, I was really looking forward to it, but it was a huge disappointment. I mean, I'm not going to say I didn't have a giggle here or there or have a nostalgia feel, but that's mm. all this was was a nostalgia machine. Like It barely had its own plot. Mm. Fair enough. Ouch. Double A. Were you inebriated? Uh, yes. Inebriated. You were, and it still wasn't good. I it was a snooze fest. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, Dave, you didn't like it. What do you think, John? Well, actually, I was going to go to you, Double A. Did you watch uh, Coming to America? I saw you guys texting about it, so I didn't get to it. We didn't say very much in text. I don't think we <laughs> I know you didn't have to text. say very much though. Dave, Dave, Dave was <laughs> the right. one who ruined it. He's like, okay. I got 45 minutes in, and I want to turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, got I finished it though. I came right. back. Yeah. All right. I it really... was a dud, John. Yeah. Johnny's okay. Spoiler. Okay. Is it Johnny's time. All right. Okay. Yeah. Johnny. Uh, okay. So, I know Adam was dying in anticipation of what I thought because he was trying to skip the order around and make me tell him twice already. Okay. <laughs> so, so, I actually really love what Eddie Murphy has contributed to both like comedy and cinema, and also comedy cinema. But this movie is very disappointing. Hmm. That's it in a nutshell. Um, now let's go to a more positive situation. I have not even seen this out. movie. I'm just laughing because, Murphy like, wow. because it's coming to America. Apparently, Amazon's like, it's our best movie we've ever put on the platform. Wow. Oh my God. Because it's definitely one of the biggest profile. Um, I mean, I mean this was a rhetorical question. Funny. Everybody that's Eddie Murphy's age had to call their grandson or granddaughter to come over or whatever they want to choose to be called, whatever their grand person is, came over to show them how to download Amazon Prime on their phone so they could watch Coming to America. So, oh okay, God. can we address one little thing? I know we want to move on. Yeah. But oh my real quick, how the hell are the guys at the barbershop still alive? Like, they were like 60 or 70 at that point 30 years ago. Now they're like 90, I guess, right? Uh, okay. Dave, you're... There's no reason to debate it because none of us like the movie, so we can move right along. <laughs> can, I, can I ask one thing? <laughs> Would this have... I want the night to be improved and not get worse. 
Okay, Would this have gone to the theater had it had COVID hap- not happened? It was supposed to. Okay, it was supposed to be Christmas time. Yeah, it would have bombed gotcha. in the theater. Okay. That's well, right. That's cool. the only positive thing about COVID is all these dirty, stinky movies that aren't that good can hide <laughs> like, behind. Throw them on these Hulu or Amazon. Yeah, I got yeah. a rhetorical question. What's the last movie Eddie Murphy was in that is really good? Bowfinger. How- Bowfinger. And what year did that come out? Um, uh, late nineties. That was a good one, like ninety nine um, or two thousand. Actually, the last movie he did was uh, "My Name Is Dolomite." Oh, no, wait, was you know what? Really Dolomite good. with the same director. I heard, I heard that was good. good. Yeah, I heard that was good. but job with Dolomite. So, but if you go before right. that, I would say the last good movie, non comedic, was Dreamgirls. But, but John's right. The last funny movie was Bowfinger. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so uh, we got a uh, no. Now we're, we're going to go way over too much time on coming to America. Way boss too much. Level. <laughs> we're going to move along. Boss level. Boss, okay. boss level on Hulu. Yeah. Just dropped on Friday. Uh, Nick, what did you think? I freaking love this movie, except the last <laughs> 30 seconds. But everything else about this movie was perfect. I thought it was genius. I love the director. I thought it was fun. The action's amazing. It's comical. The style, the visuals, everything's perfect. I loved it besides the last 30 seconds. And I can't really say anything because I would ruin it. So what didn't you like about the last 30 seconds, Nick? Exactly. <laughs> I can't say anything. <laughs> he doesn't like the ending. He likes everything about the movie. Oh, okay. the last it, it's like the last oh, no, so 30. Like, I literally like, want to so re-edit the end movie. of the credits. Yeah. Also, Nick, Nick 30 seconds. balls on the table when he told me he could re-edit the end of the movie and make it better. I, you know what? I, and you know what? I actually might do it because I was, I love the movie so much. I must be like, no, do it this way. I literally probably could. No, I believe you. I'd like to see your ending. Uh, All right. Dave. Watch the movie. I'll give you my ending. I'll put it online. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> Sweet. Dave, what do you think? Fossil. Uh, I actually really like this movie. Um, I was kind of ready to be like, oh, God, another time loop movie. And it was, but it still maintained uh, just to be fun. Uh, I think it dragged a little in the middle. Uh, I think it could have been tightened up. Maybe Nick can tighten it up. <laughs> but um, uh, but I really like it. Complete it just, re-edit. I'm going to re-edit it completely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah edit, edit it linearly. Edit. So it's like you know, I might I might do uh, that. Yeah, you cut. No, it, this is a it's a fun movie. Um, and like Frank Grillo, I hope he gets a lot more leading roles off of this because he's like a charismatic oh, he's guy. Fire. That, he's like, on fire right now, dude. He's coming alive. He's like fifty two. He's 52 and he's an A-lister now. Bang. Dude. And he's in shape like hell. Oh, my God. Where did he like, come uh, from? Uh, he's been around for a while, but always yeah. in like the like fifth or sixth banana somewhere down the line. Dude, he, he started, was in all the Marvel he, yeah, movies. He started out like in straight-to-video action stuff, you know, beat him up, kind of shoot him up stuff. And then he got a bit part in one of the Marvel movies. And that um, probably skyrocketed him on everybody's radar. But yeah. um, He has then, like the Purge movies. He's like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. You know what his mo- highest grossing movie is? It's a propaganda film from China where he plays the villain. And like in the Chinese nat- native one thing, it's like uh, it's like a nationalist message of like China's conflict with Russia or something like that. And Frank Grillo was in an interview with Vice and he's like, oh, yeah, it's totally propaganda. But I play a villain called Boss Daddy. And he's like, and he's like, he's like, I'm super famous in China now. <laughs> like, the movie says the movie's like the West sucks, Americans are terrible, and he's like, yeah. 
yeah, I played it well. <laughs> he goes to China. They're like, and, boss and, daddy, and, boss daddy. And guess what? It got me a three or four million dollar house. So I'm good with it. Who cares? Right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. His kids yeah. are in college. His grandkids are in college. Yeah. He's Who cares? Man. Doing all right. Probably has stock in Disney. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, where are we at? Is it oh, Adam? Did, my you watch, opinion. did you watch Boss Level? I did. I watched it. It was like uh it's like a Groundhog's Day mixed with like guns. A, a, a comedy no just no, so you can just action. say like they're in the pitch meeting it was just groundhog's day with guns yeah oh was it i heard somebody call it groundhog's day meets john wick which is kind of appropriate it, make, it makes sense yeah all right we interrupted you adam sorry it was like uh one of the john wick sequels um mixed with groundhog's day yeah so so the whole little reset idea and the fun of that uh, lots of comedy. I didn't know what I was getting into, and I found myself enjoying it uh, unironically. I just had a lot of. It was fun. It did drag a little bit in the middle, but that would have been like really difficult to cut any of that stuff. But it's I don't know. Maybe maybe Nick story, can do it yeah. later. Uh, I, send us some money. We'll. we'll I actually I actually liked the middle. It was the end. That was my only part. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I see. I know where Nick's coming from. I'm not yeah. going to spoil it either, but yeah, I, I could see. You know exactly what I wanted. It's like they <laughs> they took that middle, and you're like, they spent so much time on this, and you're like, I want that payoff. And I, I think we all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, it's it was, kind of like a, a big without spoiling it, it's hard. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's a big action comedy, so it looks like they had to decide which action pieces to shoot, which like sentimental family scenes they had to shoot, because that's what's mm. unusual about the movie. It actually takes time to like show the dad with the son and the dad with the mm-hmm. ex-wife and like rebuilding the family as the world maybe blowing up, maybe not. I almost spoiled the movie. Um, <laughs> there was a time situation where he goes through a machine and he's got to keep going through time. But it's interesting to think like the screenwriters maybe were fans of Groundhog's Day. And they said like, oh, instead of the guy getting so depressed, he tries to kill himself. Let's have a bunch of people show up and try to kill him. And he has no idea why they're trying to kill him, except yeah. he dies and has to keep repeating the day. And then, then we have this movie. Um, it'd be interesting to like learn more about the movie to see how like they got Frank Grillo in the movie. But um, this was my favorite movie that I've seen in like the last few weeks, maybe the month even. And it, it's pretty good. It, yeah, and it, like, it was. This sounds like blasphemy because I'm saying like it's way better than an Eddie Murphy movie, and it's better than the sequel to it, Coming to America. I'm sure it is. But for but like who knew though? Yeah, like, for knew? me, it was the biggest yeah. surprise because a I didn't know it was coming out until John mentioned like, "Hey, check this out!" I'm like, "What's this?" So mm-hmm. I had zero mm-hmm. expectations, and it just took mm-hmm. off. Um, Literally, yeah, I, watched I didn't it. look anything I, up or anything. Yeah. I just like I queued it up, and it's like I'm gonna watch this one because I literally watched you guys it with my lady talking so much smack about. Yeah, you guys were talking smack about coming to America, and I was like, "Pass." I went straight for boss level, hoping I was I was seeing it first, and. I really super enjoyed it. So, uh, Same here. So right after these messages, we'll be back to talk smack about Love Me Deadly or just tell you <laughs> our favorite bits from tonight's movie. So let's see. Uh, we'll be right back after our sponsor messages. What's going on? You know what? What I really love about our sponsor, uh, our new sponsor, actually, Stereo App, is you can follow us at Stereo.com forward slash Johnny Spoiler. But anyway, they seem to be holding what I can only describe as an open forum for free speech and funny attitudes in a very entertaining and engaging way. We've had so much fun connecting with the fans over there that it becomes like this great platform for after a podcast, you can jump on there. And sometimes you don't know what's going to happen, but we get so excited talking about a movie that we forget to mention sometimes trivia 
or we don't have time on the regular show. Like it happened in this episode. We could have spun off into an Eddie Murphy thing that would have take, taken an hour. We could have like debated coming to America for like an hour and a half, but we're here to talk about this other movie. So it's kind of perfect to go to stereo where you can hear us talking about the ton of sequels they have or remakes we're trying to squeeze into a single conversation. You can join us on stereo for live uncensored opinions and exclusive content at stereo.com forward slash Johnny Spoiler. It's exclusive content. And you know what? Come aboard so I can spoil one of your favorite movies, and then you can tell me how much it hurts. So please join us on Stereo.com forward slash Johnny Spoiler. And Nick, you were just playing around with Stereo earlier tonight. Well, like, what do you think about the platform, and what can you tell us about your Stereo experience? I liked it. Uh, actually, one of one of the guys you knew, uh, I, don't, I forget his name, he just like chimed well, in TikTok, really quick. And I was, yeah, the guy. Yeah, yeah, TikTok. it was just like, he's like, hey, I just wanted to blah, blah, blah. And he just My asked a question. Yeah. yeah, it's just nice that your uh, audience can interact with you so easy. And they're finding us. We jump on there, and they get the notification, and then suddenly they're there. It's yeah, it's like it's John almost, and I. It's I was almost just... like a stalker. It's like a stalker situation, but yeah. in, a, in an appropriate way because they're just listening to you talk, and then they can talk to you, but they're not like you know sitting in your back seat, you know. Yeah, the binge watchers I, I, are ready to be stalked. I, I'm today. sure all four of us have a stalker out there, and you know what? They're going to find us there one day. <laughs> I like it. And all stalkers come from Canada for some reason. Yeah, I know, right? Johnny C or whatever. Or whatever his name. <laughs> no, Nick's getting dates out of Canada. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> Don't tell the wife. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just for you know the movies, honey. It's for yeah. the binge watchers. It's for yeah, the binge yeah. watchers. So anyway, yeah. get over to Stereo and join us for a, a raw, uncensored relationship conversation at Stereo.com forward slash Johnny Spoiler. What a great ad. Thank you for tuning in. And now back to the show already in progress. Uh, favorite bit from tonight's movies. Let's let's go to my friend Nikki Lage. Uh My favorite bit is the fact that a lady loves making love to dead people's. <laughs> Wait, say that again. I didn't hear it quite clearly. There's a lady that loves making love to dead people. She loves making love to dead people. Okay, what? cool. What? <laughs> Nick likes the premise. He really is. I love. I love the premise because this is an idea my friends and I talked about a long time ago, and I'm like, I never thought a movie like this existed. And then you show me this movie, I'm like, holy cow, this was like. 20 years before my friends and I even thought of this idea. A so better I version of this movie exists. Your friends and I talked about it a few weeks ago. <laughs> we did. We like, okay. I know, it sounds bad. It sounds bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I want to reference an older episode where you said Warlock special relationship was him and his stones. Yes. So, <laughs> so. You, you see so, where you see how I think. You already yeah, got it. Yeah. You see where I'm going with this. Yes. Oh I love I love weird premises. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Dave woman really and her cadavers. <laughs> Dave's chomping at the bit to give us his dangerous bits. Um, uh, man, the, I I don't know any favorite bits. Um, I will say the few moments of violence kind of caught me off guard, where like it felt like it was a different movie because of that fact I told you earlier is they kind of like shot those after the fact, so that makes sense. Make, makes sense now, yeah, yeah. Um, because they really the the two the two particular like killing scenes kind of took me off guard, um, just because it was so different in tone from the rest of the movie. Um, so to that degree, it unsettled me. Um. 
But what I was saying, Nick, is like if you like this interesting premise, a much better version of this movie exists called Kissed. And I think I talked about it like a few weeks ago. If you want to see a, a, a movie oh, yeah. about a lady who loves the dead, there's a much better version out there. There's a weird movie. There's this weird movie. Going down that called, rabbit hole. There's this weird movie called Dead Girl, where I think two friends find a dead yes. body. Oh, dude. I forgot about that. Trippy, man. So that movie, movie, that is a freaky movie. movie. I remember that movie. Necromantic. Ne- Necromantic yeah. 2. Dead Girl, and then Love Me Deadly, you can do a whole night of this whole situation. Dead Girl was screwed up. That movie. I ugh. forgot about that movie. Yeah, that, that is movie. You just have to have your therapist lined up for the next day. I <laughs> yeah, I, I felt yeah, dirty watching that one. You're going to binge these. That was a dirty one. I'm not sure if I caught uh, Dave's favorite bit. Like, you just... just... The killing. Oh, I was saying the two. You the two. To give us I, I get. Dude, you don't even. You don't even. You I, didn't like the flash. The flashback juxtaposition or that's, anything. That's fine, but it was and like I said. I don't know if I had any favorite bits, and I. I thought I said like the two killing scenes where like they they lure oh, the guys and kill okay. because they caught me off guard. Like they just felt so different. Like I mean, I, I can't say they're the bombing room. Like that one? Yeah, yeah. Like where he stabbed the guy, like the yeah. the guy, the male prostitute in the neck. I'm just like, what the fuck? You know, like it just caught me off guard. I mean, you knew that something bad real, was going to happen. Dude. Yeah, that was the other thing is it felt very documentary-like. I'm like, God, did we just watch a snuff film? <laughs> like, I don't know. Hmm. Um, uh, so, no I, mean, I don't know. Okay. Uh, well, this reminded me of an old relationship I had. Uh <laughs> Go on. Talking about therapy. Yes, let's explore that. And he was talking about what me. Let me be very clear because I can get in a lot of trouble. Okay. I want to see it. Yeah. Hey, somebody (laughs) remind me put a disclaimer on this episode. Oh no, no, I don't mean. I just mean it reminded me of like how sometimes you could find out that you're incompatible with someone because they've been holding a secret from you for a long time. Mm, So, like, like, do you kill her and then have sex with her body? (laughs) <laughs> no, no, my gosh, dude. Look, this movie was about a female that has a problem, okay? This isn't yeah, she... about Adam having a problem. This is about Adam being like the the guy, right? And then he and then he finds that she's being weird at the the, the cemetery, which was oh, probably wait, so my you, favorite. Wait. So you have yeah. a you're a cockold and your girlfriend refuses to make love to you and is sleeping with dead people. I mean, no, no, that's not me. That's this movie. That's not me. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm, I'm lost. Just saying, Somebody draw me a map. The similarity is finding a secret that makes your relationship incompatible and them oh. knowing it. Oh. But, but nothing to do with doing great... dead people, right? You know what? No, no no, 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 no. Maybe I shouldn't have even said it. Okay, maybe because not. You can get it so wrong. It's like, oh well, were you the one that liked the dead people, or was she the one that liked the dead people? You, you set this, us up for that. You set us up. This is going to be the first podcast taken as a subpoena for like grave robbery, or like they're like, ah, oh, that guy Adam said some stuff. <laughs> if anything, if anything happens to the four of us, this is oh going to be. Oh my like, gosh! Yeah, of course. Yeah, you're gonna have black men knocking on Look, okay, excuse me, black men in black suits. Judge Adam (laughs) kept talking about this like girl he wanted to do that was dead. It was it was crazy. We were doing the show, we're like, dude, what's going on? Yeah, okay. (laughs) So Um, I'll send you Adam. We'll go right into my favorite favorite page. You'll be fine. So I I don't. It seems like people maybe don't have a great opinion of this movie, but uh, the opening to me feels like a. It could be a masterclass for filmmakers, and, and this is why I want to say this. In the first two minutes, 
it tells you exactly what the movie's about. A lot of modern movies don't do that. You may watch a movie for an hour and a half and still go, what the fuck did I just watch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. And then my other yeah. favorite bit is the scene that Dave was mentioning, the embalming scene, where the, the male prostitute, if you look at the credits, I think his name is Stevie. So, you know, Stevie. <laughs> um, he says, you're not gay, you're a maniac. I'm like, oh, what a great line. And he delivered it well. So I don't know. And it's simple. Like, I'm like, oh, so even the best line should be simple and deliverable by your actors. That's another another uh, part of your master class. Um, the other thing I liked is she's searching the obits for dates. She reads the obituaries <laughs> in the newspaper for date yeah. night. I, I did like that. I thought that was a cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. Those are my favorite bits. And uh, And then I guess we're moving on. A serious update on the soundtrack would have benefited this movie immensely. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Because there's a bunch well, of weird piano music in it that doesn't make sense r- to me. Real quick, in retrospect, I will say a favorite bit was the first 20 minutes of the movie or so, like, you didn't know how the characters were going to be related. So that, that sense of mystery kind of was interesting. Um, I didn't expect that from this movie. <laughs> mm. Like, uh Anyway. I think our, our experience was lessened because of the low quality that we had to watch it in. I think if we would have saw a higher quality version, that yeah. it would have improved. So it. you see how this show slows down or gets off track? Dave, you're supposed to tell us what the fans are up to. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we are going to go into fan service. So we got quite a few comments last week on our Baby Jane episode. And so here are some of the highlights from our fans. Uh, so one person said, really appreciate legit film buffs, especially ones with excellent taste. LOL. Thank you. And another person said, it's a story of extreme jealousy and two cases of mental illness. Even though the focus seems to be on one sister's delusion. Thanks for the information. Appreciate it. And a bunch of hearts. (laughs) Um, Heart emojis. Uh, another person wrote, I love this movie. So happy for this show that these guys uh, got to talk about one of my favorite movies. Well, I'm glad we got to talk about somebody's favorite movie. Uh, it was kind of fun yeah. to re-explore Thank Baby you. Jane. So yeah, it's kind of fun when fans reach out. Yeah. Comment? Awesome. Um, Nikki Waits. Good Nikki comments, Lates. people. Oh, wait, yeah. you want to go straight into yours, Dave? What's on, that? Dave, it. go. Go, Dave. Go. We'll go to you first, and we'll jump to Nick. My favorite comment about the comments? Yeah, uh, I I love that we got to cover somebody's favorite movie because every movie is somebody's favorite, and we got to cover it for that person. Nice. I love Nick? I love the fact that they appreciate that we're like they can see that we're like movie buffs. Like sometimes, mm-hmm. like there's you know, I just love the fact that they can actually see that we actually love movies and we love watching them and love talking about them. So thank you. Nice. That's a good feeling. It's a real. Good it point. is. I, I feel so good. You know. <laughs> oh, very nice. Very good. <laughs> very nice. Uh, it, it was the excellent taste comment followed by LOL about the food that was uh, that was given mm. in the film. Like, uh, was it the parakeet? Was it the rat? Was it the, you know, I mean, I don't know if they're really, <laughs> if they're film buffs themselves. Maybe they recognize the double entendre, but I, they're giving us props. So we'll take it at that fate. We'll take it at face value, but maybe they are. Okay. Maybe they are intuitive enough to have like an extra layer. Who knows? It's a nice comment. I, I thought it. Well, I thought it was very. Uh, I I actually disagree with the second comment, even though I'm appre- I'm appreciative, but I don't know that it's two cases of mental illness. I saw one case of men- mental illness. I don't think 
the woman that was upstairs was mentally well, ill. I just thought according she was, to that, uh, duplicitous. According to that report from that psychiatrist, the movie includes no cases of mental illness. Everything they do is intentional and premeditated, and it's not actually psychosis at all. It's an archetype. So Oh, so she's dancing. Well, on yeah, the, if the you want to be all technical about it and stuff. <laughs> Look, I, I I identify one, uh, and it's I'm I'm so insane that I kill someone, and I think escaping means going to the beach for the day. So I don't know. Adam is just like like crucifying himself for the court in this episode. This is crazy. He just said he was. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm really happy with the the third comment. So. If I had to rate the comments, third third comment number one, um, the other two comments, uh, close runner-ups with one another. All right. So now we're going to go over to our watch list, which used to be called What Should I Watch or What Are We Watching? The segment is basically What Are We Watching This Week? And, you know, can we rate it or can we agree to watch it based on how we pitch it? We did some brutal games that were like really devastating. So I don't know if the crew wants to do that because we'll, we'll become enemies. We're friends now. But after the watch list, who knows? Um, Nick, uh, what did you watch this week? Well, Disney Plus added this great movie from 1987 about three dudes. They're party guys, and they're living the life in New York. And then a baby (laughs) ends up on their doorstep, and they have to take (laughs) care of that baby. And let me tell you, this was so fun to watch again. Did they load three men and a baby? Yeah, it's on Disney Plus right now. And three men and a little lady, which I'll get to later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good double, man. Oh man, did this this was so good. I loved it. Oh, it still holds up. I don't know if I was trying to pitch the movie or just tell you how much I love the movie. <laughs> just saying. But I don't think I've watched that since VHS. I yeah, it's on Disney movie. Plus right now. They just released the both of them on there. It's great. I haven't watched that since they edited it for television. We need yeah. to help Nick get on HBO Max because they just loaded all the Rockies. They just loaded all the Blues. I, I saw that. I don't have that HBO Max. HBO yet. Max yeah. has a great library. I mean, but well, it's Warner Brothers, so of course they have a great library. The library yeah, that yeah. kind of sucks right now, even though Paramount's kicking out some cool movies like Cosmic Sin, they need to load their library. Like, I b- want to believe that Paramount has a giant library, but it's not in Paramount Plus. It doesn't I, make I any was, sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have like, they only, they have the like maybe 25 movies, and I'm like, wait a minute. They own That's thousands all? of movies. Yeah, there's like less than 50 movies. Oh my gosh. It's mostly it's CBS so TV shows. That's it. So, oh, that's uh, minus the, oh, there's a lot of oh, television stuff. Yeah. But it, what's funny is it's not exclusive television stuff either, except for their originals, which are like a couple new Star Treks and a Clarice thing, which is Science of the Lambs TV. A couple mm. new things. But for the most part, it's TV shows that are available everywhere. Like Cheers is on every streamer. It's not, yeah, it's on, Netflix. Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah. So Frasier's everywhere. Sorry about my rant about about Paramount Plus. but So it's not worth getting, you're saying? I think it will be in the future, though, based on what they're Unless talking they about doing. Yeah. We'll see how it develops with those movies that are supposed to come out, like Reno 911, mm. Workaholics, uh, the new Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead is going to bring a ton of millennials over. It's going to bring a lot of our friends over. I know that. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it goes down. Um, what is on it? Just oh, man, a fraction gonna, of what. Join us on stereo if you want to find out exactly <laughs> what's available on Paramount Plus. We'll For run the whole camera over there. We don't got time to crack that yeah. ego. For this anti-advertisement. Uh, what did you watch this week, Dave? Oh man, I actually watched a lot of good stuff this week, but just to save us all time, um, real quick, pop pop quiz. What is the best sequel to a movie that is far better than the first one? 
Aliens. Terminator 2. Wrong. Yeah. You're oh, all wrong. Right. It's Hot Shots oh. Part 2, damn it. That is a good one. Oh, actually, and you know what? Miguel Ferrero going, war. Isn't it great? <laughs> I haven't watched awesome. this movie in years. And I it's forgot so how. good. So good. Yeah. It's so much better than the first one. Um, and mm-hmm. um, I agree. And I didn't realize it. I, I didn't realize how much this was beat for beat. Just Rambo three, even down to Richard Crenna being in the <laughs> like from the opening to every, every yeah. scene. Yeah. In tr- um, so, oh man. It is really good. Yeah, you know, so I, you, you caught me off guard with that question. I didn't know you were going there. So I was all going like, yeah, aliens, of course. You know, I didn't I know, think Terminator Two, right? You know, yeah, yeah. not Hot Shots Part Two, but you're right. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a sequel that uh, talks. It is, uh, Adam. I've, I've been watching um, Eli Roth's History of Horror. Ooh, and, I have to, actually, and uh, and because of that, uh, I went back and I checked out uh, Black Christmas, which mm. is one of the first like formulaic. Yeah having to kill like lone serial slash killer going to kill every single person um associated with there's actually some new articles there's some new articles floating around because that's from canada right isn't that one of the first canadian flashers i think so yeah Mm -hmm. eli Um, roth put it like first in the slashers episode which is uh but it it needs to be it's one of the first besides previous halloween also yeah, but then they went. They then they go back and talk about Psycho, and then they talk about Halloween, and uh, you know uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, you guys ever see this cheesy John Travolta movie with uh, Tim Roth? Where it's like a crime movie where the guy's a weatherman. He buys a snowmobile outlet, and he can't sell the snowmobiles because there's no snow, even though he predicted it. It's called Lucky Numbers. They try to rig the lottery. Yeah, and, uh, years ago. with uh, yeah. the girl from Friends, Ed O'Neill right? is the boss who figured Lisa out Kudrow. They it. Yeah, yeah, and Lisa Kudrow. Yeah, it's kind of like lower B movie here, like maybe C, <laughs> maybe a C I've, movie. But that's I've a, never that's seen it. on Paramount Plus. <laughs> is, nice. Didn't that movie have like Michael Moore, the documentarian, non-actor, yeah. like an actor? Yeah, role? he's playing a perverted cousin who, like, um, spoiler alert, dies of an asthma uh, situation. And the cousin withholds the uh, puffer. You know, she won't give him the thing to save his life. Um, I've seen that movie once, and I feel thing. like I know more about it than I should. That's a bad way to well, go. The other thing I watched is, did you guys ever see Jeff, Who Lives at Home? Which mm. is a Mark Duplass, a Duplass Brothers movie. It's like one of their Mumblecore yeah. movies. It's like their second or third entry in Mumblecore. And, like, uh, so it's um, the guy from uh, uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. What's his name? Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel is the guy, and Ed Helms is the brother. And, like, he's trying to connect all these random events in, in his day to somehow be meaningful. And uh, I kind of, like, I rewatched this movie, and actually the ending was very satisfying. And I don't remember it being that good when I watched it the first time. But, like, following his little map, his little journey, uh, was pretty cool. And we're kind of tied on time, so I guess I'll roll right into... Um, where they can, if, if we're running out of time, where they, they can else talk to us. Um, so on the stereo app, you know, if we're having a really good podcast, which I feel like tonight was pretty awesome, but if we want to keep the party going, then we can get our VIPs to join us over on the stereo app. It's an exclusive after party on stereo. You can join us there by going to stereo.com forward slash Johnny spoiler. 
If you're a bigger movie fan than we are, please tell us. We'd love to hear why you think that you're a bigger movie fan than us. Also, we're going to play a game with fake movie plots where Dave is going to throw out some movie plots and I'll, he'll say, like, make a sequel to this, and then I'll try to make a sequel on the spot. And we're also going to do some trivia for horror movies. So we'll see you there. We'll be doing that tonight after this episode. And let's see. You don't want to miss out on the after parties we're doing, so sign up and join us at Stereo.com forward slash Johnny Spoiler. Connect with us to become an instant podcaster by joining the conversation that we'll be hosting. And guess what? That suddenly makes you a host of your own podcast. It's going to be wild. It was hilarious in the past. It'll be funny again tonight. I expect that the wheels are going to fall off again, and we'll have a hell of a time. So join us because it's live. And now we're going to my favorite segment of all time. Actually, it's getting pretty good where we made a whole list of movies to watch this year. The list has like, I don't know, 65 movies on it. And we had monthly themes. Like this month, we're doing psycho movies. But literally, um, keep the guys guessing and keep the audience in suspense as well. We're doing this or that, which Dave invented a couple weeks ago. I'll give him full credit. It's kind of a cool idea. I'll give you two choices, and then you guys pick the movie we're going to watch next week. And play along with us. Watch it, and then and then comment and tell us what you think. Um, so, guys, would you like to watch May or mm. Excision? The David Cronenberg one? Oh, wait, which one's Excision? You're, not, you're just supposed to go based just on go the off title, title alone, right? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Can't help you, Nick. I'm sorry. Well, I've seen May, so I'll choose Excision. I don't even. I, I'm assuming it's the David Cronenberg, but I don't know. <laughs> All right, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what's your dangerous? Uh, God, this is like a Sophie's choice because I love May so much. But you know it's what? Really I, good. I, yeah. I think yeah, more people. The other need film to see will die. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say Excision as well because I don't think a lot of people know about this one. Whereas May kind of has a cult following. Damn, two votes Excision. Okay, we're gonna oh. see if it's a tiebreaker. Or we're going in a different direction. Let's go to Double A and see how he votes for next week's movie. Well, I need I need a hint as to what uh, Johnny Film Encyclopedia is swinging. Which way are you swinging, John? I think he's <laughs> going to play a poker face. Well, no, no, he, <laughs> he's really. He's like, po- I, I asked like, if there was. I asked if it was which movie it was. I, I didn't. Yeah. I don't know he why. To watch I both. He's like having a lot of pleasure tonight trying to break the rotation. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to break anything. I want a hint. I want a hint. Oh, but if the I have to choose one, Excision alone. sounds cooler. It's a cooler name. May? Sure. What is that? Somebody's last name? Come on. But that is a good movie. <laughs> it's a pretty good movie. <laughs> say, nothing. <laughs> say nothing. Say nothing. Say nothing. I know. Okay. No, I'm just saying. It's a good movie. <laughs> what is it? A month? No. Excision all the way. It's about the month of May. Yes. Wow. Yeah. It's actually the name like, of I want to watch a movie about a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Get that out of here. Oh, wow. I should have voted May because that's I actually named a cat after that movie because I love that movie so much. You know, I should have voted, I should have voted it too because I haven't seen it like in 12 years. All right, years, so next so week I, we're watching yeah. Excision. Come back to see that twisted movie play out and, and hear our favorite bits and what we thought. And let's see if we can shock each other by having to watch that movie and see who needs to go to therapy afterwards. Um, uh, hey, Nick, it's getting late. <laughs> Anyways, guys, we got real tonight. We talked about. Uh, ladies making love to dead bodies. We talked about Eddie Murphy not doing <laughs> as good as what he used to be. We talked about how good it is to be the final boss. And we talked about what we're going to do next week. 
stuff got real. Everything was cool. And I'm Nikki Late saying, I'll see you on the next time. Late! <laughs> I don't think you the last bit of like, you know, what we're going to do next week. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do excision next week. Yeah, now we're gonna do it so good. It's so good. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we're not doing May. Okay. Oh yeah, we're not doing May.